inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for living life like it matters. Like it matters radio, three outcomes, inspiration, application, and education. Inspiration's about giving us a reason to do something different today, to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. Applications about something that you can take with you, something that you can apply, something that you can do today, and that will make today different than yesterday. And education, well, let's go to that smart, smart pants, Albert Einstein. And Albert Einstein defined education not as the learning of mere facts and figures, but of the training of the mind to think. And what is lacking in America today is our ability to critically think. What is lacking in our church today? The ability to critically think through the process of scriptural knowledge. Remember, we have two operating systems, and I'm not talking about Macintosh and Windows, although they're there. I'm talking about an FOS or a GOS. FOS is flesh operating system. That's you're the top of the heap. There is no God except for you, and you will do what you want, when you want, how you want, and the only time you call out for God is when all hell is breaking loose, when you have no control. Now it's called jailhouse religion. That's FOS, but GOS is God operating system. That's where you realize who you are and that you're not God. There is a God, and you're not him. And you humble yourself. You are broken in spirit. Uh, you are meek and meek is not weak. They might rhyme, but they don't mean the same thing. Weak is weak. Meek is power under control. Meek is Jesus Christ on a cross. That's meek because God himself, all he did is he called down one legion of angels. I think in Hezekiah's day, one angel slaughtered, uh, what, 145,000, 185,000, somewhere around there. So a legion, thousand of them? Jeez, uh, I wonder how many people they could slaughter. You got my point? God operating system. We understand who we are. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. I must decrease so he can increase. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope and a future. For you are God's masterpiece, created new in Christ Jesus. Prepared in advance, good works for you to walk through. G-O-S, God operating system. See, it's all about programming. And that's what I want to talk about today is programming. And whether you like it or not, I'm going to tell you something that you need to put on, chew it around, wash it around your mouth like a good glass of wine that you're tasting. We are all programmed creatures. Matter of fact, logotherapy posits that man has a will to meaning. We have learned throughout our life what brings us pain and what brings us pleasure. Our own self-defined terms, by the way. We know what to do to get what we want and what we don't want from situations, experiences, and people. 
We must realize that we are all getting in life. What we're getting in life is a direct result of our programming, of our patterns. And today, I want to lay down a track called Run the Tape because it is programming. And this human creature, remember, is a three-part being. We have a body. It's a machine. It's our temporary dwelling place. It's our tabernacle. I got a 60 Nova. Hopefully someday I'll get a Cadillac or a, a Mercedes or something in the new in the new one, you know, because this body stinks, man. I'm not happy with what I got, but that's, God, that's the body God gave me. Luck, by the grace of God, I'm not the body. Then you have a brain, a mind, a consciousness, and it runs the body. And the good book says the battle is in the mind. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power. It is our freedom. That's Dr. Viktor Frankl. Eric Byrne, the father of transactional analysis, says uh, the same thing. That the stimulus and response is, an, is a transaction. It's communication. But here's what we learn knowing how the mind works. The mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so here's where your programming comes in. Someone says something or does something, and you don't respond to that. The programming runs. You run your program. So you see things from your past, you hear things based on your past, and you feel things based on that past. And then you respond. See, you're not responding to what that other person said or did. What you're doing is you're responding to the filtering of what that other person said or did through your programming. Yep. And then you're responding to your narrative about why or what they said, but not about what they said. And so you got to realize part of what I do in my leadership training at likeitmatters.net in two and a half days, I teach you more about yourself, how you work. Then you'll learn in decades outside of it. And the spirit component is the third piece. The spirit component is the thing that people don't want to deal with. But we are spiritual beings. We are eternal creatures. This body, uh, after the flood, had about a 120-year lifespan. That's at the max. But your soul is eternal. And there are two destinations. One's with God and one's apart from God. You can call them whatever you want to call them. Keep it simple, soldier. Keep it simple, soldier. Kiss. Why? Because the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion and what I like to do at like it matters radio is if you're willing to have an open heart open mind because a lot of you are so closed off so bitter so shut down that all you're doing is blocking and attacking that's what all weak creatures do they block and they attack all weak creatures all creatures that can't defend themselves all creatures that have no way to stand on their own they block and they attack. They block and they attack. And welcome to the new America. Block and attack. Block and attack. But today I'm going to prove that we're all program creatures. There's a great book out there called Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Highly recommend it for a lot of different reasons. But in there, they talk about Michael Phelps, and they talk about his coach, swimming coach Bob Bowman. See, swimming coach Bob Bowman believed that for swimmers, the key to victory was creating the right routines, and it was the right programming. He was blessed, he was blessed enough to get to coach um, Michael Phelps, right? Phelps, see, Bowman knew this from his experience, had a perfect physique for the pool. He had a perfect program, physical. That said, everyone who eventually competes at the Olympics has perfect musculature. Bowman could also see 
that Phelps, even at a young age, had a capacity for obsessiveness that made him ideal athlete. Again, there's a program. He was programmed already at a young age to be obsessive. What Bowman could give Phelps, what would set him apart from other competitors, were habits that would take his programming and use it to his advantage that would make him the strongest mental swimmer in the pool. See, he didn't need to control every aspect of Phelps' life. All he needed to do was target a few specific habits that had nothing to do with swimming and everything to do with creating the right mindset. He designed a series of behaviors that Phelps could use to become calm and focused before each race, to find those tiny advantages that in a sport where victory can come in milliseconds would make all the difference. When Phelps was a teenager, for instance, uh, at the end of each practice, Bowman would tell him to go home and watch the videotape. Watch it before you go to sleep and when you wake up. The videotape wasn't real, rather it was a mental visualization of the perfect race. Each night before falling asleep and each morning after waking up, Phelps would imagine himself jumping off the blocks and in slow motion swimming flawlessly. He would imagine the wake behind his body, the water dripping off his lips as his mouth cleared the surface, what it would feel like to rip off his cap at the end. He would lie in bed with his eyes shut and watch the entire competition, the smallest details again and again and again until he knew each second by heart. And during practices, when Bowman ordered Phelps to swim at race speed, he would shout, put in the videotape. And Phelps would push himself as hard as he could. He had done this so many times in his head that by now, it was just programming. It worked. He got faster and faster. And the rest is history. He was programmed. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to encourage you to run the tape. We'll be back after three commercials. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We were born into it. But, man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about running the tape. And what I mean by running the tape is you got to realize that we are all programmed creatures. Follow the science. Not what Biden and the progressive want you to follow. Not the political science. It's not about politics. This is about science. 
cognitive behavioral therapy. It's about logotherapy. It's about emotional intelligence. It's about constant, never-ending improvement. It's about multiple intelligences. It's about neuro-linguistic programming, transactional analysis. This is psychology. It is fifth-generation warfare. It is the battle for information and perception. This is what God says that uh, things are going to get so bad, the great falling away, that even the elect could be conned. And I got to tell you right now, there's a lot of people in the church just thinking everything's going well. Boy, there's a revolution going on in this country, a Jesus revolution. Yeah, can't you see it at the polls? Can't you see it abortion uh, on demand? Can't you see it by LGBTQT going crazy? Can't you see it by the preferred uh, decision now is to be homosexual versus cisgender? Don't you see it by how much we're kicking God out and making Jesus Christ the leader of the largest hate group? Don't you see how Jesus has taken over American society? Don't you see how Jesus is welcomed in the, in the courthouse, in the classroom? Oh, that's right, he's not. Boy, but you're all feeling good about a movie you saw. And I love Chuck Smith. Man, I've listened to him. I've followed him for 30 years. I've studied. He's, he's probably 50% of my instruction over the last three decades in the Bible. I love Chuck Smith. I love Greg Laurie. But while they were having their Jesus revolution, America was kicking God out of our classroom. Look at it. The 60s, kick God out of the classroom, ban the Bible, ban prayer. The 70s, ban the Ten Commandments. 70s and 80s, uh, found uh, uh, an inalienable right to kill children in the womb, found an inalienable right to have sex and marry anybody you want, no matter what sex, no matter what they, I mean, yeah, what a great revolution. I can see us moving so close to God as a country, boy, that revolution really kicked in. See, this is where, and, I, and again, I, I love a good movie, love to feel good. But we're at the end, people. We're going to wrap this puppy up. And you got to know it's time to get ready. People, get ready. There's a train coming. And so the one thing we have absolute control over is us. You, we realize we've been lied to and everything's a lie now. This is why people are so skeptical. I, I mean, I, where did I pick this up? This was last year I found this. Famed boxing ref admits he's prolonged the count in 2000 Manny Pacquiao fight. Manny Pacquiao, whatever, I'm sorry if I mispronounced his name, has had a legendary boxing career, and he may have gotten more help than he would have asked for in 2000 when he fought Nidal Hussein. Pacquiao won the fight via technical knockout after Hussein was declared unfit to keep going in the 10th round of the bout. However... When Pacquiao was knocked down in the fourth round of the match, referee Carlos Padilla admitted in a recent interview he gave the Filipino boxer extra time to get off the mat. Think about that. That fight, I'm about to go and leave the following day, and they told me, Carlos, please, this is an important fight for Manny Pacquiao because the winner will have the chance to fight for the world championship. So you know the opponent, Hussein, or whatever his name was, he is taller, younger, stronger, and a dirty fighter managed, managed by Jeff Fennec. So in the seventh round, I think Manny got knocked down. I thought he was going to get up, but his eyes were cross-eyed. I'm Filipino, and everybody watching the fight is Filipino, so I prolonged the count. I know how to do it. Pacquiao was given 18 seconds to get back up instead of the 10 seconds. And at 10 seconds, he would have lost the fight. And everything would be different. Why did I bring that up? Because people are skeptical now. People have been learned, that, been taught, 
that you can't believe anybody. When I was a kid, you know what the motto used to be? When I was a kid growing up, true, don't trust anybody over 35. I'll never forget that. How stupid is that? Don't trust anybody over 35. Why would I not trust anybody over 35? Now it makes sense. It makes sense now because it's all a lie. The elections are a lie. Look at this whole thing with Donald Trump. You know, Bill Clinton paid Paula, whatever her name was, almost a million dollars. Hillary Clinton had her phone subpoenaed. They took hammers and smashed their phone, subpoenaed information. They had their hard drive subpoenaed. She acid washed her hard drive, subpoenaed information, and destroyed it. When they were asking all Hillary Clinton's advisors of what happened, all the illegality, they gave them all immunity. All five people got immunity. So they could all talk openly, but no one could be convicted of anything. Nobody went to jail. Look at Sandy Berger. Sandy Berger snuck out official documents in his underwear, in his pants, from the National Archive Museum. And nothing happened to him. Read it. Google it. And now we're realizing that the, uh, the NARA, look it up, had totally different rules for, for Donald Trump than they had for every other president. It was all political, all to destroy this man, all because they fear him. And so now they're taking a local guy on a federal election issue, which the federal government said, nope, there's no information here, nope, we cannot prosecute, seven years ago, or five years ago, and now they're going to use it to put him in cuffs because some of you have been taught to hate Donald Trump. You've been programmed. You're nothing more than a programmed creature. You've been programmed to hate him. And now we've been programmed, if you say anything bad about Joe Biden, you support Donald Trump. This is why everything Joe Biden does is good. You can't criticize him. You can't say anything. Because if you do that, then you're now a Trump supporter. You're mega bagger. You're mega bagger. This is all programming, ladies and gentlemen. You got to see it. Why do I know this? Because I teach people how to change the program. I've been in the leadership field for 30 years at likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. About 15 years ago, I found a great book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Why is that such a great title? Because we all talk to ourselves. You know what it's called? It's called thinking. Thinking is nothing more than self-talk. That's all it is. And we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. We have 30 to 60,000 conversations per day. We have something like 34 gigabytes of information that go through our head per day. We got so much information going through our head per day that it, it, would, it would clog up the fastest computer. And so what's happening now is we're functioning in this whole realm of confusion. And if you know anything about the two operating systems, the flesh operating system and the God operating system, the flesh operating system is dark. The GOS is light. The FOS is confusing. The GOS is clarity. The FOS is destroying, self-destructive. The GOS is self-affirming and self-building up. You got to understand where the two are coming from. There's only two forces out there. Keep it simple, soldier. The world wants to confuse you and say there's 22 options. That's why they want you to believe there's 22 genders. No, there are two. And what's happening, men have been under attack for so many decades now that men have been told that they are evil, that they are the cause of all problems, that they've been told that so much that they now have got a lot of men that want to be women. Why do you think they want LGBTQT? Why do you think they want drag, uh, drag queen shows for kids at five years old? I'll tell you why. Because of science. 
because Alfred Adler's told us by the time a child is five years old, look it up, Google it. Use Google for something besides porn, please. Google it. Alfred Adler said by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. What they want to do is they want to make these things normal. So if you can get a five-year-old kid to believe it's normal for a man to dress up like a woman, if you can get a five-year-old kid to believe it's okay for a man to have sex with a man or a woman to have sex with a woman, if you can teach those kids that is normal, they want to take what is abnormal and make it normal. And then they take what is normal, cisgender, following after God, patriotism, and make it abnormal that now the people who used to be the stellars of this community are now the freaks of America why does all this matter because it's all programming in the book what to say when you talk to yourself Shad Helmstetter who's a PhD so he's got the science he's got the background he's got the certificates Shad Helmstetter studied motivation human psychology he learned much about motivational concepts, theories, ideas. He talked to the trainers, participants, those that were successful and those that were not. In his analysis of what worked and what did not, he found three ingredients which are clearly missing from almost all the literature and trainings. And he says the first missing ingredient is permanence. All external solutions are temporary. Even the best of ideas work only for a time. Without constant attention and effort, even the most exciting success breakthroughs run their course and eventually end up on our list of good ideas and good intentions. Few, if any, offered built-in ways to keep them working. I've yet to find a book that would jump down off the shelf and tap you on the shoulder each morning and say, hey, remember me? Remember what I taught you? Why aren't you doing it? See, Shad knows that we're creatures of habit. So we've got to put a program in place. That's what run the tape is. That's what Michael Phelps knows. That's what the unconscious mind is all about. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. I didn't say we only use 3 to 5% of our brain. I said we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The rest of it is at the unconscious level. A majority of our experience on this planet is unconscious. And so if you're going to make any lasting change, you must realize that we have two parts of our brain. We have a conscious brain and an unconscious brain. The problem is the unconscious brain is the programming. The unconscious brain, which is 95 to 97%, that's where your map of reality is. That's where all your um, filing cabinets are. All the stuff, all the programs, all the behavior modifications, all the things where he said, if A, then B. Those are called belief systems. All that is there. And so what happens when someone says something or does something, trigger, you call it a trigger. I call it an anchor. What it does is it triggers the program that's in place at the unconscious level. And in 31 years of working with tens of thousands of people, I have learned this about the unconscious brain. The unconscious brain in every human being is waiting for instruction. Absent of new instructions, it will run the program in place. And after the break, I'm going to show you how this works. I'm going to show you this isn't something new. This has been going on for hundreds of years. This is known, but it's been hidden under different things. And I'll kind of pull back the bell so you can see exactly where it's been expressed. I'm Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're encouraging you to run the tape. I'll be Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that 
God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. That's okay. but it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all program creatures. And Logotherapy posits that man has a will meaning. We've learned what brings us pain and what brings us pleasure. It's called behavior modifications, how we train animals. I mean, come on. That's how we're trained. We're all trained animals. We know what to do to get what we want and don't want from situations, experiencing people. Why do you think we play games? Why do you think we manipulate? You don't have to teach a kid to manipulate. It's part of the flesh. You don't have to teach a girl how to use her, her girly parts to get what she wants. It's part of the flesh. You don't have to get a guy a ear pierced in his nose and pull him around by his nose ring to follow after a sexy looking woman who's showing you all her wares. It's part of the flesh. Right? We're program creatures. We must realize that we are, what we are getting in life is a direct result of our programming. So Einstein said the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So in other words, if you don't like the results, change the programming. As you change the program, you change the result. A lot has changed. Let's be honest with you. A lot has changed. We are not in the same country we used to be in. Could you imagine being born in 1900? I, I got this off the internet, so cool. If you were born in 1900, I was born in 1965, 65 years later. When you were 14 years old, World War I began and ended when you were 18, 22 million dead. Shortly after the world pandemic, the Spanish flu kills 50 million people. You get out alive and free and you are 20 years old. Then at the age of 29, you survived the global economic crisis that started the collapse of the New York Stock Exchange, causing inflation, unemployment, and hunger. The Nazis come to power when you're 33 years old. You were 39 years old, and now you're involved with your second world war. It ends when you're 45 during the Holocaust, Shoah. At least, and I think more than this, at least 6 million Jews were slaughtered. There will be a total of more than 60 million dead. When you're 52, the Korean War begins. When you're 64, the Vietnam War begins and ends when you're 75. Some now adults born in 1985 believe their grandparents have no idea how hard life is, and yet they survived several wars and disasters. A baby born in 1995, think about that, and is 28 years old now, right? 
See the younger generation act like it's the end of the world when an Amazon package takes more than three days to arrive, or if a posted photo on Facebook or Instagram isn't getting enough likes, or someone says something on Facebook about pause about Donald Trump, and you've been programmed to hate him and love abortion. In 2023, many of us live in comfort. Many of us have access to various sources of entertainment at home. Often we have more than we need. But also often people complain about everything. And not just the younger generation. Everybody. Think about this. You have electricity, a phone, food, hot water, a roof over your head. Man, I help a lot of people around the world. In Africa, I got Kawuki and, and our ministry that we have out there. We've got 50 people that we feed daily. The Word of God, food sustenance. We plant food for them. We bought land for them. We're helping them, teach them how to grow, how to lead, how to minister. They have nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, Lou Holtz was asked, what is the difference of football players today and 50 years ago? He answered, simple. Today's athletes talk about rights and privileges, and the players of 50 years ago talked about obligations and responsibilities. To me, that describes society today in all areas, including the workplace. Again, look at John Wooden, how great John Wooden is. When was he born? 1910. I just read to you, imagine being born in 1900. So here's a guy that was born in 1910. And now today, the name John Wooden is synonymous with winning and success. How many African-Americans met to John Wooden and became multimillionaires, famous, whether you're talking about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or so many others? And again, what was different? His programming. Before the break, I was talking about, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shad Helmstetter. Dr. Helmstetter, what to say when you talk to yourself. And he studied all kinds of things like I do, motivational, uh, psychology, all that stuff. He said there's three missing ingredients. First thing he says, permanence. We are uh, habitual creatures. And so if we don't make something a habit, we won't do it because we have choice. And we have so many things pulling on us, right? We got marriages, we got families, we got business. Some of us have church stuff. We have our own trauma, our own drama. We're working out our flesh. So many things going on that we're pulled in so many different directions. We don't slow down. We, we're always running, always gunning, always have to share someone with our, has to be in our bed with us. When do we have time alone to focus on who we're supposed to be? When do we have time alone to focus on being with the man or woman that God wants us to be? So he said, first of all, it's missing and most of the stuff is permanence. Without permanence, the old habits kick in. Then he says the second ingredient missing from most of success literature is a knowledge of the physiological process of the human brain based on what we now know about actual mind-brain functions. See, this is the machinations of the programming. And he says without understanding the actual process by which the human brain accepts information, which he calls programming, again, there's that word, and in turn responds, directs, and controls us, it would be difficult or maybe even impossible, he says, to create any success plan that worked and kept working indefinitely. Listen what he says. The brain runs the ship. If you want to make a permanent change of any kind, you've got to follow the rules. Listen what he says. If you want to make a change and make it stick, you've got to do it the way the brain works. That's why I teach science. Transactional analysis, neuro-linguistic programming, multiple intelligence, logotherapy, constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence, cognitive behavioral therapy, the Bible, the Word of God, Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. But he's not done there. He says the third 
missing ingredient. And you know what he parenthetically calls this? The most important of all. Listen to what he says. Is a new word for word set of directions. Listen to this phrase. He says, new programming to the subconscious mind. He calls it the control center of the brain. That means a specific programming vocabulary which is worded in a specific way that anyone can use at any time to erase and replace the old programming with new productive programming. Science, people. We are programmed creatures. And why does any of that matter? Because we are running the program, and it's not working. You've got to ask yourself, is this getting me what I want? And the answer is yes. Then keep doing it. But clearly the answer is no. Look, we're creating a, a, a world of killers. This is what you don't get. In March 14, 1879, Albert Einstein exploded on the world stage at 26. 26. He had a passion for science at five. He saw a compass of five years old and blew away. What's this magic force that's making this thing move? At the age of 12, he discovered geometry and he called it his sacred little book. But you know what we're doing today is we're teaching our kids to hate. We're teaching black kids that cops want to kill them, that white people hate them, that they are a victim. Why does that matter? Because when you squeeze somebody, what do you think is going to come out of them? What's in them? We're a sponge. If I cleaned up water with a sponge on a clean floor and a clean sponge, when I squeeze that sponge, you'd expect water to come out of it. Same scenario if I cleaned up red punch, you'd expect red punch. Why? Because you would tell me the only thing that can come out of that sponge is what's in it. And look what we're putting into our kids now. We're teaching them hate. We're teaching little white kids that they are evil that they are wicked, that they have no rights, that they should just go in the back corner and just die. And if you're a boy, there's, you're the cause of every problem. You're evil, you have toxic masculinity, you should just wanna become a girl. And I'll let you go to drag queen story hour at school at five years old so you can see men dressing up as women and look how happy they are. Look how free they are. Look how open, that's what you want. See, why, how's it happening? Florida eight-year-old accused of cutting throat of another child. I brought this up. We're teaching our, an eight-year-old child. My son is eight years old. This kid has been arrested multiple times already. This kid slit someone's throat, put a knife up to the throat. This kid faces multiple charges. Aggravated battery, battery with a deadly weapon. Battery by strangulation. Battery on a law enforcement officer. Aggravated assault resisting a law enforcement officer. This is what we're putting into our kids. This is the hatred. This is the bitterness. How about this one? 16-year-old driver in deadly New York car crash did not have license, may have been asleep. The 16-year-old driver in a deadly crash in New York over the weekend that killed him and four of the children did not have a license. They were driving. Was, the guy was from Connecticut. Now, here's what happened. He was in a car at 1230 in the morning into New York from Connecticut. 1230 in the morning. He was 16-year-old. His name's Malik Smith. Also with him was a whole bunch of kids, supposedly all related. There was an older person, Anthony Billups Jr., 17. But then there's Zaniyaha Cross, 12. Chanel Cross, 11. Andrew Billups, 8. Abraham Billups, 9. 
The crash happened Sunday night on the Hutchinson River Parkway. That is a hard parkway. Five kids were killed in a fire overnight car accident. Stunning. And the only one that lived was a nine-year-old who happened to be in the back area, not in a seatbelt, in a hatch area. They bro- crawled out through a broken window. Why does that matter? San Francisco reparations plan would lead to the surprising outcomes. Wesley Hunt, a black American, said providing reparations to a group of people hundreds of years removed from the sin of slavery does not right the wrongs of history. It serves only to create a perpetual sense of victimhood, victim entitlement, and promotes resentment amongst the people. Perhaps it's exactly what the left wants, which is even more reason to reject the idea. This is sad, ladies and gentlemen. We are now getting to a point where we are creating a race war. And some of you are sitting along on the sidelines and doing nothing because you're afraid. You're afraid of being canceled. You're afraid that people won't like you. But the problem is this pattern that we're on, if you run this tape, it is not good. So if you don't like where we're going, we need to change what we're doing. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about... Hello. 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 Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about programming. And we got to know how we're programmed. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting exactly the results we've been programmed to get. If we don't like the results, then we change the approach. As we change the approach, we change the results. And what you got to realize is this is patterns. And you got to understand the patterns around you. And if you don't understand the patterns, how will you know if you're getting what you want? Well, I talk about this before. There's this gentleman by the name of Titler. Alexander Titler. It's an interesting name, T-Y-T-L-E-R. And he posited, he was a Scottish historian, and he said that all republics, all democracies have a cycle. And it goes from bondage to bondage. He says it goes from bondage to spiritual faith, from spiritual faith to courage, from courage to liberty, from liberty to abundance, from abundance to selfishness, from selfishness to complacency, from complacency to apathy, from apathy to dependence, from dependence, starting back over with bondage. Now, a lot of people think this is a study on democracies. 
uh, forms of government. I'm going to tell you right now, it has nothing to do with a form of government or democracy. This has to do with the human condition. It might be a study in democracy in general, but it is the human condition that's specific that we're studying here. But let me tell you, Alexander Fraser Tittle, Lord Wood Housley. Interesting. He was born in Edinburgh, the uh, eldest son of William Tyler of Woodhouse Lee, author of Inquiry into Evidence Against Mary, Queen of Scots. Wow. Fancy schmancy. But in his lectures, Titler displayed a cynical view of democracy. And I'm going to tell you why. Because of the human condition. It's not necessarily about the form of government. What he goes to without realizing is really the form of the human creature. So he had a cynical view of democracy in general and representative democracies such as republics in particular. A pure democracy, he said, is a, is a chimera, you know, a mixture of animals, if you will. That all government is essentially the, of the nature of a monarchy. This goes back to the human condition. In discussing the Athenian democracy, he said, quote, nor were the superior classes in the actual enjoyment of rational liberty and independence. They were perpetually divided into factions. Isn't this what human beings do? The MAGA, mega MAGA, and then the progressives, right? The red and blue, right? The transgender and cisgender, right? They were perpetually divided into factions which servilely ranked themselves under the banners of the contending demagogues. And these maintained their influence over the partisans by the most shameful corruption and bribery of which the means were supplied alone by the plunder of the public money. What he's telling you is a human condition. What he's telling you is how people play out. Why? Because we have three zones. I talked about this. The first zone is the comfort zone. And the comfort zone is where things go to die. Our marriages die in our comfort zone. Our love for God dies in our comfort zone. Our democracy dies in our comfort zone. Look how comfortable people are now about running around telling people that because they're black, they need money. See these big old heavy 400-pound black men in San Francisco demanding $5 million, demanding, where's the, show me the money, demanding, oh my gosh, yeah, give me a $5 million and I'll rule the world. See, Titler wrote that the people flatter themselves that they have the sovereign power. These are, in fact, words without meaning. It is truly they elected governors. But how are these elections brought about? In every instance of election by the mass of a people, through the influence of those governors themselves and by means of the most opposite to a free and disinterested choice, by the basest corruption and bribery. But those governors once selected, where is the boasted freedom of the people? They must submit to their rule and control with the same abandonment of their natural liberty, the freedom of their will and the command of their actions, as if they were under the rule of a monarch." And he goes on to say incredible things, but while man is being instigated by the love of power, a passion visible in an infant and common to us even with the inferior animals, he will seek personal superiority and preference to every matter of general concern. See, this is the human condition. He goes on to say, or at best, he will employ himself in advancing the public good as the means of individual distinction and elevation. He will promote the interests of the state from the selfish but most useful passion of making himself considerable in that establishment which he labors to aggrandize. Such is the true picture of man as a political agent. How did Nancy Pelosi become a hundred millionaire in office? How did all these Democratic office holders become multi-millionaires? In office. How is all of Joe Biden's family? He's been on the government for 50 years, multimillionaires. 
have four and five homes, get million-dollar payments from the Chinese, but no one seems to care. No one seemed to care when Bill Clinton paid Paula $800,000 or when Hillary Clinton burned up subpoenaed information. No one cares about that. But now everybody cares about Donald Trump paying 130000 to some prostitute he should have never been with. It's wrong, all that. But to bring it up now to want to handcuff and arrest a man that they've been after spying on, lying about, trashing, destroying. He's lost billions of dollars. His name has ever been damaged. And they're just starting. And some of you are okay with that because you've been programmed to hate. The tape is that Trump is bad, Biden is good. Mega, mega evil, progressive good. This is sad. Ladies and gentlemen, this is so important. This article by Wesley Hunt and Fox News, highly recommend it. Talking about providing reparations to a group of people hundreds of years removed from the sin of slavery does not right the wrongs of history. It serves only to create a perpetual sense of victimhood. Well, does that matter? Because it's part of the human condition and we act as if, remember, there are neurological levels. There are six levels that we have belief systems. And in these six levels, this is where we store our, our values, our beliefs. This is where we have the meaning of our life. I talk about this all the time. The logical levels are six levels. The top level is spirits. Below that's identity. Below that is beliefs and values. Below that is capabilities. Below that is behavior. Below that is environment. The gentleman's name is Dr. Robert Dills. So from the psychological point of view, there are six levels that human beings work from. And at each level, we have belief systems. And these belief systems dictate everything we do. Why do you think the government wants to teach your kids at five years old that's normal to be transgender? It's normal for boys to become girls. It's normal for men to sleep with men. It's normal for homosexual relationships. It's normal for grown men to wear dresses and pretend to be a woman. See, there's belief systems at all these levels. And the problem with the, the logical levels, it's easier to change things at the bottom versus the top. It's easier to change where you hang out, what you do, than who you are, who's your God. And the problem with whatever you attach to your identity, we act as if. Why do you think Jesus had the I am statements? And one of my biggest weaknesses, I'm gonna be honest with you, is I buy into all the trash talk about me. I really talk about how I'm not this, I'm not that, and I got to stop that. That's destructive because God says I am. I am more than a conqueror. God says I am a child of the little king. God says I am a prince in the kingdom of God. You got to understand where do you have these belief systems and what's going on right now. They're competing. That's what fifth generation warfare. Look it up. It's warfare that's conducted primarily through non-kinetic military action, social engineering, misinformation, cyber attacks, controlling the narrative, having state-run media. We don't have an independent media anymore. They've told you that. They're part of the Democratic Party. They're part of the deep state establishment. They believe Republicans are evil. They don't believe Republicans should be covered at all, only Democrats. This is your media. It's your programming. See, the basic level is your environment, your external constraints. You operate on that environment through your behavior. Your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies, which define your capabilities. And these capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. Beliefs are organized by identity. Your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit. Why are you here? It's called the logical levels. There's a reason why it's called the logical levels, because it logically shows us what, that we are programmed creatures. Remember, we only use three to five percent of our brain consciously. The rest is the unconscious brain. 
The highest level learning is unconscious competence where you don't know what you know. That's how why we can drive home after work and not remember how we drove home. But yet we stop at all the stops, we turn all the turns, and we do all the things we're supposed to, but mentally we're somewhere else. We are program creatures. And what I attempt to do on this radio show is to pull back the curtain, to show you the program, to lift up the hood to get you out of the pasture seat because we were made to function at a high level on autopilot. But you can get out of autopilot and get in the driver's seat and you can function at a higher level. That's how you make change. That's how you decide to draw a line in the sand and say up until now. But it takes some facing the truth. And as Jesus told us, the truth will set you free. But Garfield reminded us, first, it's going to make you miserable. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.